Welcome to Primal Learning. Are you a parent who struggles to motivate your child? Are you a teacher who would like some tips on how to manage student behaviour? Are you a school leader trying to determine the best way to support your staff? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Damien Barry, and this is a podcast that explores four broad areas which I believe are important, or at least of interest to many people, and these are learning, schools, education, and teaching. In this podcast, my goal is to debunk myths, provide helpful advice, explore the difficult topics, critique the burning issues and debate the latest trends. I will look at what works, what doesn't, what annoys and what confounds for parents, students, teachers and those who'd simply like to understand a bit more about the world of learning and schooling in general. So let's get into it. G'day folks and welcome to another episode of Primal Learning. In this episode I will explore homework. Yep, you heard it right, homework. There is significant debate around the merits of homework. It can create some significant tension and some outright anarchy at times in the family home. I battle with my own children and I've been both for it and against it at times, both as a parent and as a teacher. But is it still relevant or has it hit its use-by date? In a nutshell, the purpose of homework is to bridge the gap between children's learning at school and at home. So let's start by looking at a few advantages. Number one. Children develop time management and study skills through homework. Yep, that's right. Homework sets children up to manage their time and plan out study schedules, which are very useful skills to have when they enter high school years, tertiary study, and eventually the workforce. Completing homework early in the schooling years ensures that it becomes a habit rather than an inconvenience. Another advantage is that students can engage a little better with their studies. Even with the whole day spent at school, allocated class time is not always sufficient when it comes to engaging students with their schoolwork. Setting homework allows students to revise content learnt during the day with a fresh set of eyes and a clear head, away from their friends and other schoolyard distractions. This also provides parents with an opportunity to get involved in their child's schoolwork by providing assistance or additional insight when needed. Another advantage, a third advantage, is that it helps teachers keep track of individual student progress. You see, homework allows teachers to track their progress, meaning that they can spot when a child is struggling with content or falling behind the rest of the cohort. Submitting homework also provides a good lesson in responsibility and diligence, often with disciplinary consequences if homework is not returned or completed to the required standard. Homework can also be a good talking point during parent-teacher interviews. So there's three probably commonly heard of advantages that most parents and certainly educators are familiar with. Now let's have a look at three disadvantages. So number one, this is pretty common, homework eats up free time. So this is one of the most common arguments against homework, that it eats up valuable time that kids have that they would normally spend with their family or during doing a whole range of different extracurricular activities or just catching up with their own friends away from school, you know, doing something away from the sort of the, the normal schoolyard or school-based activities. For older children, homework or schoolwork may also compete with part-time work and casual work. In years 11 and 12 in particular, it can be difficult to manage homework, independent study, social time, um, music practice, sporting events, 
uh, you know, part-time work, etc. It's, it's hard to fit it all in. So that, that's number one. Number two, another sort of an example of a disadvantage that's often um, espoused is excess homework can cause children to feel burnt out or stressed out. So after a busy day at school and, and other extracurricular activities thrown into the mix, sitting down to complete homework can seem like a monumental task. It's just, it's just in the too hard basket at times. It causes some children to feel burnt out well before they reach even grade 11 and 12, or in some cases, high school. In some cases, homework may even be assigned over term breaks or school holiday breaks. This sometimes causes significant stress for children and families, causing additional issues such as sleep deprivation. A third and final disadvantage that's sometimes talked about is that it creates unnecessary tension and fights in the family home. Many parents both work, let's face it. The home uh, and family life is, is sometimes a pretty busy existence. Uh, there's dinner to prepare, other household chores to get done, other kids to sort out as well, each with their own homework or school demands or sporting demands, you name it. So it's, we, we lead pretty busy lives and it's just hard to fit it all in at times. And sometimes one of those things that is hard to fit in is just homework. So we've looked at a couple of advantages and disadvantages. Let's maybe have a look at what the research says about homework. Um, and we've all experienced it probably as parents or as educators, or maybe we're just thinking about it when we have, think about you know, what it may be like when we have kids around. But you know, what does the research say? So some experts insist that it simply stresses students and their families. Others believe that homework that is relevant, that's age appropriate and engaging can instill good habits and then actually enhance learning. Some educators suggest that we should actually rename it rather than calling it homework, call it just research or investigation. Internationally, researchers found some benefits to homework, particularly in the secondary years, but less so in the primary years. A 2014 inquiry into homework in Australian schools found evidence about the positive effects on homework, particularly on the non-academic skills, such as development of responsibility, self-discipline and motivation. A little sort of segment or quote from this report says that despite the potential for homework to create tension within families, the evidence is suggested strongly that parents have a vital role to play in their child's learning and that successful schools see education as a collaborative process between the student, the parent and the school. That's nice, isn't it? Some experts, particularly there's a a well-known adolescent or clinical psychologist by the name of Andrew Fuller, uh, well-known in, in uh, education circles throughout Australia. Now, Andrew says that, like housework, the word homework has negative connotations. And he's one of the people that suggests that we should rename it. Don't call it homework. Call it something like research or investigation. He says that it should involve independent work that complements classroom learning. Yep, it's true. For example, upper primary students could research, this is his example, upper primary students could research a sustainability or Indigenous affairs topic for a class discussion, or they could investigate the negative effects of gaming, for instance, uh, or even the positive effects of gaming, uh, dinosaurs, or even how to make origami. Andrew says that parents can be involved as collaborators and older students can conduct pre-work research on topics such as cells and biology to give them a head start in, in the classroom. This is also known as flipped learning. I like this little quote that he says. I think it sums it up really well. We, he, this is what Andrew says. We live in a world where independent research skills are incre- incredibly important. Kids are quite capable. 
giving them the chance to do independent research investigation outside the school is a good thing. So we've had a look at what some of the research says, both nationally and internationally. But what can we do as parents to establish a homework-friendly environment at home? Okay, Uh, Is it just some little tips, some little suggestions? Some may work, some may not, but they're just some little ideas. So you know, if, you, if your child is struggling to get some homework done, there's a few little things that we could possibly implement to create a nice homework uh, environment. The number one is to set up a homework-only zone, or certainly at least a homework-friendly area. So this is generally considered a quiet space that allows the child or the children to focus on their homework. So having such a designated area to study can also create a fun environment and motivate your child to get homework done. So choose a spot in the home that has has comfortable seating, that's hopefully away from excessive noise and has good lighting and good ventilation. So here's another little tip. Schedule regular study time. So some kids prefer studying or doing homework uh, straight after school in the afternoon. Others might prefer to do it after they've had a bit of a play, got a bit of exercise done, maybe done a bit of training or a bit of music practice or whatever. Even after dinner, maybe they've had a bit of shower, a shower and they've just freshened up a little bit as well. It, it, I guess it just depends on the, on the rhythm of family life as well. Just find whatever works for the, both the child and for the, the rhythm of the family um, and just you know go with that, work with that. Maybe try a few different scenarios as well, but find what works best there's no one way that's what i'm trying to say find what works best for the child and best for the family as well uh, eliminate all distractions so unfortunately distractions are everywhere in, in modern day life let's face it so uh, especially with all the tech and the social media that we've got um, within arm's reach so and lots of schools most schools in fact use some sort of tech um, to supplement their learning and some of this tech is taken home as well like um, tablets um, and computers, laptops, etc. So as a parent, start by establishing some boundaries around study time and to respect the time allocated to just do homework. So distractions can obviously lead to procrastination. We, we find those adults, don't we? So avoid switching on the TV, avoid switching on loud music, and try to sort of limit or stay away from phone calls as well. A little bit of background music is fine. Some kids love it, some kids don't like it at all. Again, it's like finding that regular study time or that study habit or routine. Just find what works best and then just apply it. Another little final tip is, uh, you know, this is what I tend to use anyway with my, my boys. So start with the hardest work first. Just knock that over, get it done. Probably just goes back to that procrastination thing as well. Just knock it over and then once you get the hard bit done, at least if you can make a bit of a dent in it, and then you can put it to one side and you know try to do a bit more of it the next night or the next week um, and then work on other things after that. So that may be another little tip as well. So try to get the hardest bit done first. And sorry, I forgot one little thing is take regular breaks as well. So again, um, it's not always healthy just to try to you know, punch on and get a two-hour stint of homework done, particularly if they've been sitting down all day at school for the majority of the day as well. So just break up the task, break up the homework schedule, break up the time. So, you know, short, regular little study breaks is helpful. So, you know, it may go, you may do 20-minute segment or homework segments or 30-minute homework segments and give the, give yourself a little reward or, you know, give the, the child or your, your little your boy your girl a bit of a reward after 20 or 30 minutes or whatever works again for their um yeah for their schedule for their routine
So just think about breaking it up a little bit. So there's some little tips. Um, it, look, some may work, some may not. Just find what works best for you. Um, what does the home? What does the government say about homework? What does uh, most states and territories have some sort of homework policy that they then they then I guess recommend or apply to both. Um, public and independent schools across the country, they all basically say something similar. They all essentially say that homework is should be part of a comprehensive and balanced curriculum, uh, and it's a great way of supporting and fostering lifelong learning and connecting families with the classroom or with the school or with the teacher, in fact. So they all go along those sort of lines. doesn't matter what state you're in. They all follow a pretty similar sort of pattern. So... Yeah, what does good homework look like? Uh, so yeah, this is what you should be expecting from your, your your respective teacher or teachers or school. Homework, good homework, should avoid just simple rote learning. Uh, it's described or it should be described as research or investigation rather than homework, like I mentioned before, and like Andrew Fuller's also recommended. It requires students to conduct independent research and to think independently, ideally. It should foster some level of creativity. It should cover interesting topics that are relevant to the curriculum. It should generate rich classroom discussion when you go back to class the next day. It can involve pre-work, like I mentioned before, but a flip learning, particularly for complex topics that are about to be covered in the class the next day or later on that week. And it could also involve collaboration with parents or other people connected to the family. Now, how much is too much? You know, what, what is an appropriate level of homework and um, at different stages of the, of the typical school journey? So from prep through to year four, this, these are just rough guides, folks, okay? So this is out of the, the D. Barry Manual after 20 to 25 years of, of um, teaching in schools. So this is what I recommend. So from prep to year four, uh, it should largely be based around daily reading um, led by parents certainly encouraged by parents or carers or siblings older siblings uh, my older boys <clears throat> often read to my little girl who's six years of age at the moment so sometimes under duress sometimes under threats but nevertheless they get it done and i would go no longer than 30 minutes so even if you just do five minutes a night That'll do me, particularly for a little prep year, grade one. But just focus on reading as a start, at the very least. Um, 10 to 30 minutes, just aim for that from prep through to grade four. Children from grades five through to grade nine, no more than an hour. There you go. No more than an hour. Grades five to grade nine. If they're slaving over the uh, their books and stressing out after an hour and a half or two hours, <clears throat> more often than not, it's too much. Something's wrong. Something needs to be changed. Grades 10 to grade 12, between one to three hours on weeknights. I always used to tell uh, students that I taught across grades 11 and 12 is that Monday through to Thursday nights, again, you know, do a couple of hours, particularly if you're doing some quite demanding subjects. Uh, and then Friday night, I'd say, look, have off, have a break. Even Saturday night, have a break. And then Sunday afternoon or Sunday night, hit it again. And it's not just homework, but you're prepping for the week ahead. So that was, again, just a nice little rule of thumb just to give kids a little bit of structure and some indication of, of what's appropriate and what's not. When homework is too hard, 
there's there's some things you can do okay so it, it is it should be something that supplements the general classroom or what's being learned within that particular lesson with that particular teacher but when homework is too hard it can affect their confidence and willingness to engage in the classroom and it can create negative attitudes towards school and learning in general and and this can carry with them beyond the school gates beyond grade 12 so it's it's not a lost cause there are a few things you can do so number 1 is reach out to the teacher having a good relationship with the child's teacher with your child's teacher is crucial uh, in these types of situations where it's just becoming too hard to get homework done on a day-to-day week-to-week basis so reach out to the teacher. Reach out to them and get them involved in problem solving, in the conversation around your own child and their own particular needs. And number two, now again, this comes down to whether you can afford it or not. Sometimes a tutor is is worthwhile. It doesn't have to be week to week. Uh, sometimes uh, I get a tutor in for my boy who's currently in grade 10 to help him with maths in particular because maths is a bit of a weak point for him. And it causes him significant stress when he's just been you know, at school all day, done a bit of footy training after school, had a bit of dinner, and then he's, he's hitting the books and he just can't focus and he just can't concentrate. Or he's had a, a bit of a holiday break and he needs to brush up on some of his maths before he goes back to school because there's an exam in you know, week four of term two, for instance. Okay, Then I'll just, I'll get a, I might get a mass tutor in just for a one-off session. Um, so you got to... Find out what, what works best for your child and, and what you can afford as well. So think about a tutor. Uh, talk to your child. So you can source as much external help as you like, but unless you know exactly what the problem is, you're not going to get too far. So sit down with your child and ask them what aspects of the work they're struggling with and whether this has been an issue in the past or how they think themselves they can deal with it. You know, what sort of solutions do they think they can come up, to these, come up with you know, to address some of these issues? Have a look at your study environment as well. So I go back to you know some of the earlier things I mentioned before about creating a, a suitable study environment. So have a look at that environment. Is it suitable? Is there a reduction in noise? Is there a reduction in distractions? Uh, is it a comfortable place to sit and to learn? Um, is it too easy for them just to... Um, you know, sneak away to their room and say, yep, I'm doing homework, mum or dad, no problems at all. But, um, you know, an hour later, they're still checking out their um, their social media feeds so, and they're getting tired. You know, it's, t- it's 9.30, 10.30 at night and they're getting tired. So it's too late then. So you've got to check up on them. You've got to provide an appropriate study environment. You've got to remember also that they're teenagers and adolescents at the very least. So they're going to look for ways to avoid work at times and they'll be saying to you all sorts of things to maybe avoid a little bit of discomfort aka homework so you know you may need to just check it on a little bit more regularly to ensure that they are getting stuck into it or set up that break schedule as well where they just hit it hard for 20-30 minutes and they can come upstairs and grab an ice cream or a cup of tea with mum or dad and have a bit of a break before they get into it again for another 20-30 or 30 minute stint so again you just find things that work best for you so What's the verdict? What's the verdict according to D. Barry? Well, I believe that yes, homework still does have a place in modern day education. At the very least, it instills good habits, it promotes independent learning, it consolidates what was learnt that day, it prepares for the task or day ahead, it connects parents with the school and the classroom. But if it's always a daily battle, then change something or seek advice from the school. I hope you found that a little bit helpful. Hopefully I've shared with you some of the pros and cons of homework, 
some um, ways of, I guess, of, of you know, dealing with homework, uh, setting up a, a homework environment, a suitable homework environment, a bit of a routine as well, and reducing some of the tension or mayhem that may occur in the family home. When you just we all just battling to try to fit everything in, and homework is just one of those things you have to fit in. So that'll do me for today. I have my own kids' homework to help sort that or help them get through it for tonight. So thank you very much for listening. See you next time. Bye bye. I hope you've enjoyed this week's topic. Before we go, don't forget to click on the subscribe button for this podcast wherever you listen and give it a rating. You can find me on social media such as Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Or contact me via email at dbarry1913 at gmail.com. You can even leave a suggestion for a future topic if you wish. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. I'll have another episode in two weeks. I'm Damien Barry. Thanks for listening to Primal Learning.